In his second letter to Timothy, the Apostle Paul writes these words, I charge you in the presence of God and of Christ Jesus, who is to judge the living and the dead, and by his appearing and by his kingdom, preach the word. Be urgent, in season and out of season. Convince, rebuke, and exhort. Be unfailing in patience and in teaching. This is In Season and Out of Season, a Bible teaching ministry with Father Tom DiLorenzo. Good day, it's Father Tom and Anthony. I want to tell you that I made a mistake. I said that it was uh, the 44th anniversary of radio. That was what my ordination would be in September. But it's the 39th anniversary of radio today. Preaching Jesus Christ and Him crucified and raised from the dead. 39 years every single day by the grace of the living God. It's all God's grace. Has nothing to do with me. Has nothing to do with us. Has everything to do with the grace of God to get the word out. And you know, God has provided millions of dollars to pay for the stations. Literally millions and millions of dollars over the last 39 years. So today we say thank you God for 39 years of radio and we want to continue. We want to continue. We want to continue. I'm reading from Luke 9 and I'm going to begin with the 21st verse. Peter just said to Jesus, you are the Messiah. And Jesus sternly ordered and commanded them not to tell anyone. Why this secret? Because the great miracle is going to happen on the cross. That's why the secret. Saying, the Son of Man must undergo great suffering and be rejected by the elders and the chief priests and the scribes and be killed on the third day, be raised up. Then he said to them, if anyone wants to become my follower, let them deny themselves, take up their cross daily, and follow me. For those who want to save their life will lose it, and those who want to lose their life for my sake will save it. What does it profit a man if they gain the whole world but lose or forfeit themselves and their soul? Those who are ashamed of me and of my words, the Son of Man will be ashamed when he comes in his glory. I don't want to be ashamed of Jesus. I want to tell everybody about Jesus. Well, you can tell I've got a cold, but you know what? I'm going to preach anyway. I want to tell everybody about Jesus because he's our salvation. He's our healing. He's our deliverance. He's our sanctification. He's everything. I want to let people know that they too can do what we do in praying for the sick and seeing people get healed. You don't need to be a priest to pray for the sick. Jesus told this to the 72 who were not clerics, that they would go out and that they would pray with the sick and cast out demons. And so this is what we're involved with, praying with the sick and believing that God's going to heal them. So let's continue. Those who are ashamed of me and of my words, the Son of Man will be ashamed when he comes in his glory and the glory of the Father and of his holy angels. But truly, I tell you, there are some standing here 
who will not taste death before they see the kingdom of God. And we're going to see that in the next verse when Jesus goes up to Mount Tabor. Now, eight days later, after these sayings, the sayings that he was going to be crucified, saying that he was going to suffer death, saying that he was going to be rejected, Jesus took with him Peter, John, and James and went up on a mountain to pray. Luke is the only one telling us that Jesus went up the mountain to pray. As he was praying, the appearance of, of his face changed and his clothes became dazzling white. Suddenly they saw two men, Moses and Elijah, talking to Jesus. They appeared in glory and were speaking of his departure, talking about going to Jerusalem and being crucified, which he was about to accomplish at Jerusalem. And Jesus, we got a, like I said yesterday, Jesus, he was a divine person who had a human nature. And we got to see some of that divinity when he was transfigured on the mountain. But we are human people who through Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, you now carry God's divine nature in you. And God wants to transfigure you day by day, moment by moment, second by second. Jesus went out the mountain to pray. So if Jesus needed to pray, how important it is for you to pray, for me to pray. Without prayer, we're cut off from the divine life of God. Without prayer, we can't hear from the Father. Without prayer, we can't be filled with the glory of God. And God wants to communicate to you heaven's blueprints for your life. God wants, the Father wants to communicate you through the Son and the power of the Holy Spirit what He has for, for you. So like Jesus, we want to go up the mountain. We want to pray to the Lord day by day, moment by moment. And on this mountain, he was transfigured. It was this taste of the resurrection. They saw that he was God. They saw the glory that was on his face. Yes, how we need the Taboric light, the Taboric light, the light of Tabor. How we need to be filled with that light. The gospel tells us in John's letter that God is light and in him there is no darkness. God is light. So Elijah and Moses appeared in glory and were speaking of his departure, which he was to accomplish in Jerusalem. Now Peter and his companions were weighed down with sleep, but since they were stayed awake, they saw his glory and the two men who stood with him. And just as they were leaving him, Peter said to the Lord Jesus, Master, it is good for us to be here. Let us make three tents, one for you, one for Moses, one for Elijah. So we know when this was happening, it was happening in the fall, during the time of tents, that the, the Jews made tents in Sukkoth, and they would uh, go out and live in the tents so as they did it in the... Uh, desert. So this happened in probably September, October. Peter is scared stiff. Let me do something I know how to do. I can build you a tent. 
but I don't want, I don't like this glory. It's too scary for me. Jesus' face is like the sun. Elijah and Moses' face is like the sun. This is too scary for me. I want to go and build you a tent, one for you, one for Moses, one for Elijah. Not knowing what he said while he was saying this, a cloud came and overshadowed them. It's the cloud of his glory, the cloud that led them to the desert, the cloud of his presence. It overshadowed them, and they were terrified as they entered the cloud. Then the cloud, from the cloud came a voice that said, This is my son, my chosen. Listen to him. And when the voice had spoken, Jesus was found alone, and they kept silent in those days, told no one any of these things that had not been seen. This is glorious. This is glorious. Jesus shows himself that he's true God and true man on the mount called Tabor. And you know how we need that Taboric light, as I said before, how we need to be filled with the light of Jesus Christ. And you know, it comes. It comes as we pray. You say, but I don't feel anything when I pray. You pray anyway. You pray anyway because if you were in the presence of the sun in in July, you don't feel too much happening because it's overcast. And you know what happens? You go home and you're burnt up because the sun was going through the overcast clouds. You cannot be in the presence of God and nothing happens. It's We're getting a tan in the glory of God. We're getting a tan in the power of God. Yes, prayer is essential. Without prayer, nothing happens. You know what the devil's afraid of? He's afraid when he sees you go and pray to in his, in his in your closet. He's afraid of that. You can preach, you can do this, you can do that. But when you go to pray, he says, Oh, brother, they're going to communicate with God, and God's going to do something for them. That makes me scared, the devil says. Because yeah. it's only through prayer that we can know what God's will is. And in doing God's will, it's the one thing the devil couldn't do. The devil could never do God's will. He wanted to do his will. He could not serve God. He wanted to serve himself. But for us to know how to serve God effectively, how to serve God how he wants us to serve him, we need intimacy with Jesus Christ, which only comes through prayer. We live in the fiat, not my will, but your will be done. And God lets us live this ascended life with him. You know, even good deeds, when it's outside the will of God, they're not very good deeds. We can feel the weight of the good that we try to do because we're trying to do it on our own. Very good tip is what we, what humans start, what we start, we need to finish. What humans start, we need to finish in human strengths. But what God starts, God always finishes. But what God starts in your life, God always finishes. And this is why it's so important to understand and live in the will of God. Because when it's a God thing, then he, then he does it for you. 
So what we really need to do is go and seek the face of the Father. Go and pray. Go and seek God. And when we just seek the intimacy of God, then he, then he just starts doing things through us and for us and to us and then infusing our life with his glory. And when God starts these things and he finishes it, it's when we're running on empty, not running on prayer, thinking about what we should be doing, what we have to be doing, what we need to be doing. Then we start things on our own power and we get worn out because we're not supposed to operate on our own power. We're supposed to operate in the power of God. God created you to just seek his face and let him take care of everything, to pray and to trust. Jesus didn't create us to worry. He didn't create you to worry about your bills or worry about your children or worry about the world. He created you to live a divine life and seeking the face of the Father, trusting in the Father and letting Jesus, through the power of the Holy Spirit, do everything for you, through you, and to you. Now, Jesus comes down the mountain after he's filled with the glory of God. Verse 37, on the next day, when they had come down from the mountain, a great crowd met him. Just then, a man from the crowd shouted, Teacher, I beg you to look at my son. He is my only child. Suddenly, a spirit seizes him, and all at once he shrieks. It convulses him until he foams at the mouth. It mauls him and will scarcely leave him. I begged your disciples to cast it out, but they could not. Jesus answered, You faithless and perverse generation, how much longer must I be with you and bear with you? Bring your son here. And while he was coming, the demon dashed him to the ground, and he had convulsions. But Jesus rebuked the unclean spirit, healed the boy, and gave him back to his father. And all were astounded at the greatness of God. Jesus said, you perverse generation, he's talking to the disciples. They had the power to do this, but they didn't do it. They couldn't do it. In another place, it says this takes place only through prayer and fasting. You see, Jesus had this mountaintop experience on Tabor that they could see the beginning of the resurrection in the face of Jesus. And now he confronts evil. He confronts the devil, and he casts out the devil from this child. The father was desperate because the child would throw himself in the fire. The child would shriek. The child would scream ungodly sounds. But the father sent him to the disciples, and the disciples couldn't do it. They didn't have prayer enough. They didn't have fasting enough. Jesus called them a perverse and faithless generation. I'm telling you, where are the people who can pray for people? You. We've been on the air 39 years. I've been telling you that you can pray for people. 
and you can see them healed. You do not heal them. You're just the instrument of healing. You do not make them better. You're just the instrument of making them better. That's what you are. And if you know who you are, you can do these things. And I'm going to tell you, it's Jesus who heals us. But after a healing session, I'm exhausted. It came through me. It came through me. It came through me. So I go to bed and pray that the peace of God would come upon me. And the last time it did, I had the peace of God after I prayed with the sick. You see, God is into humanity because he became a man so that we would be saved. He's not only God, but he's truly man so that we would be saved. Now think about the cross. Sin is an infinite offense against God. So only God can forgive sin. On the cross, God forgave sin. But who sinned? Man. So the God-man delivers people from sin and evil and brings them to salvation, brings them all to salvation who believe in the name of Jesus. We don't want to sin not only because it offends God, but sin, we, we leave the protection of God. And outside the protection of God in this sin, all sorts of, the devil has access to us. But luckily God gave us the grace in the sacrament of confession. He gave us the grace of repentance. And we can move right back into the sweet spot of God. As it says in Psalm 91 that, you know, we're protected in the Lord. You are protected in the Lord God. So, Father, in Jesus' name, we thank you for 39 years on the radio. I just want to pray before the show ends. We pray for more and more expansion for Father Tom, more expansion for in-season and out-of-season, more anointing, more glory, Lord. We pray that the glory falls on every listener, everyone who's given. We just thank you. Yesterday, we took the time to say, ask the Lord at the prayer meeting I told you, the Lord wants you to give and what he wants you to give. doesn't matter if it's a dollar or a hundred dollars because it's not about the money. It's just about obedience. Take the Lord's hand. me take a second. The Lord puts it on your heart right now. If he wants you to sow into the ministry, so this ministry continue to flourish and touch lives. Just about being obedient children to the Lord. You serve a good father. And it's never about the money. It's never about, it's always just about being obedient to our father. And when we're obedient to our father, he gives us graces and rewards. So Holy Spirit, we just ask for you to pour forth your love. Pour forth the fire of your love on everyone listening right now. Take every one of us, and me, and Father, into new realms of glory. New realms of glory. I know the Lord's taken Father Tom into new realms of glory. The word that not only I've gotten, but many people gotten. 
and I can see with my eyes is that Father Tom, the last couple years, he's been aging backwards, aging backwards. Aging backwards. We're looking at the next verse in Luke. While everyone was amazed at all that he was doing, he said to his disciples, let these words sink into your ears. The Son of Man is going to be betrayed into human hands. But they did not understand this saying. Its meaning was concealed from them so that they could not perceive it. They did not want to hear it anyway. He's telling them he's going to have to die. He's telling them, I'm going to Jerusalem. I'm going to be rejected by the elders, the chief priests, the scribes, the Pharisees. He tells them these things. And you know, he tells the apostles, this is the great event, the event of the cross. Because on the cross is where salvation is going to be won. It's all about the cross. St. Paul said, I decided to know nothing but the cross of Jesus Christ when I came to the Corinthian community because they had forgotten about the cross. Our preachers need to preach the cross, death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus. That's when things begin to happen. When we preach what Jesus wants us to preach, the cross, death, burial, and resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ. By God's grace, we've been doing that for 39 years. I think of the woman who sent me a card with a donation. She said, good for 44 years. Well, not 44, it's only 39. It was 1984 when we began, 1984. And you know, it was a walk in faith. It was a walk in faith. I was told that I couldn't get on the evangelical stations. And so I was obedient. And when the bishop died, I said, well, I can't be obedient to someone who's dead. So I called EZE and I started EZE at 11.15 and 9.45 in the evening. We're still there. So we're on WROL. It would be a good thing if you let people know that at 11.30 in the morning, there's a live broadcast usually. And at 9 o'clock in the evening, we repeat it. And at, I don't know about the middle of the night, but at 6 o'clock in the morning, it's repeated again. So 11.30, 9, and 6 in the morning. Amen, yeah. And... As Father Tom earlier was talking about when, G when Jesus said the crooked and perverse generations because the apostles could not cast out the demons, and he said, it says later on in the Bible, this some demons can only come out by prayer and fasting. Fasting is powerful. And a lot of new translations, I was looking for it, and fasting's not in the Bible anymore. It just says prayer. The devil hates when you fast because it's very powerful. 
and you take down your human nature and you start to enter into God's divine nature. I was going to say that, but it just totally, totally got erased from my brain. So tell, tell the people about in season and out of season. Jake, who is my college roommate, he's, he was Jewish through the preaching of Father Tom. He's become Catholic. He's been telling everyone about the broadcast. People have been listening to broadcasts who've never heard Jesus. It's been changing their life. You know, when Father Tom preaches, the glory of God falls and the presence of God comes through the radio waves. So sometimes people don't want to hear it from us because they know it, because they know us. Like Jesus said, no prophet's a prophet in their own home. But a great evangelization tool, what I do, is to give them the radio show. Before I forget, they can't turn into the radio. Father Tom is now on a podcast. In Season, Out of Season is on a podcast. So you can Google In Season, Out of Season, and you can find the podcast. And it has all the pa- lots of the past episodes that you can pr- play. You can just send them the podcast. Or you can go to inseasonoutofseason.net. They have a lot of the old shows. You know, Father's, he's keeping up with the times. Never thought we see the day where he has a podcast, but he does now. So, Father. So, Lord, we give you thanks and praise for what you have done for us and for the world. We thank you, God, that people hear us in Italy that people hear us all around the world because of the podcasts. We thank you, Lord, that you are so great and awesome, that you take a nobody, that we would bring the word of God because you are somebody. Oh, yes, we thank you, Lord, and we praise you for what you have done, for what you will do, and what you are doing. We praise you, Lord. We cannot praise you enough. So thank you, Jesus, for the last 39 years. Thank you, Jesus, that you are so great. Thank you, Jesus, that you love each one that hears my voice. God bless you. This has been In Season and Out of Season with Father Tom DiLorenzo. A tape of this week's series of messages is available to you with a donation when you write to this new address, Father Tom DiLorenzo, P.O. Box 602, East Boston, Mass. 02128. Please make a note of it. And remember that this ministry is supported only by the donations of listeners, so please help as the Lord leads you. That new address again is Father Tom DiLorenzo, P.O. Box 602, East Boston, Mass. 02128. And be sure to listen again next time for In Season and Out of Season. Oh.